1: Is episodes once a week not enough for you? Or are you looking for more technical information from the Mixing Music Podcast? Well, guess what? Now you can. You can subscribe to our exclusive content and triple the amount of episodes that you get access to. That's right. Instead of the free once a week episodes, you get three episodes a week for only $4 a month or $40 a year. Go to mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash exclusive to get access to those episodes now. One, two, three. Yeah! Hello and welcome back to Mixing Music. I'm your host DK and today I want to talk about, to be honest, my top three plugins. We'll start off with the category of the plugin and which specific plugin or plugins that I like within that category and how I use it and how you could use it. So the number one is going to be the most obvious category, it's EQ. EQ and my mixes are very crucial. I tend to cut a lot more than boost in my case, which is you know there's no right answer. You don't have to bo- cut more than you boost. You can boost more than you cut. There's no right answer there, but I like to cut more than I boost. And I'm gonna have to say for my first most used plugin, it's the Fab Filter Pro Q3. Now, why do I use the Fab Filter? Is the Fab Filter an amazing plugin? No, it's it's absolutely got no character. It's got no personality, and that's why it's beautiful. It's old, reliable. I could do anything with it. It's a dynamic EQ. I can compress with it if I really want. Like, to be honest, like, it's amazing. It's beautiful. And the fact that it's so reliable and it has no sound makes it really easy to use. And uh, the graphic design is really easy. No. Do I think that you need to have a Pro-Q 3 to have a good sound? No. You'll see a lot of other engineers using Pro-Q 3. It's pretty industry standard. It is not better than another. I will say that I don't mean to, uh, you know... Give Isotope a bad name, but in no Isotope EQ do I like the top end. I don't know what it is, the algorithm, something about the top end just doesn't sit well with me with Isotope products. FabFilter Q3 has uh, again a really transparent top end that I have no opinion about. It's just so boring. I don't usually boost the top end just because it's boring. It doesn't bad. It's not bad. But I'll take a Massenberg EQ or a Mog or anything else for the top end to give it a little bit more character. I don't know how to explain it right, but if you if you've used it before, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, another reason why I like it is because even in, in the default setting, if I'm boosting it and it says like 3 to 6 dBs, it still is really transparent. It doesn't really sound like I'm cutting or boosting 3 to 6 dBs. Like, it sounds really transparent. And then they have this option on the bottom right corner of the window where you can um, boost or reduce the signal... Uh, by percentage. So for example, if you dip the signal at 1k, 6 dBs, then you can take that little slider, put it down to 50%, and now of a sudden, all the boosts and peaks um, will be 50% of what you set them at. So in this case, in 1k, it'd be minus 3 instead of minus 6. It's super useful and great for beginning mixers. If you like to boost and cut a lot with your EQ, then if you're you're starting off, then you could just slide it to 50%, and it's probably closer to what you really want. It's, It's absolutely amazing. Um, but there are many other EQs that I use. For example, I did mention the Mog EQ. Big shout out to the Mog family, Cliff Mog, Cliff Mog Jr., and that whole family out there. They make wonderful EQs. They, their EQ is the light blue color face um, with the set bands, and it's absolutely mu- amazing. Their top end is so good. The Magnum K is a must have plugin from Plugin Alliance. Um, that one is one of the few EQs that I actually boost with. Same with the Massenburg EQ. The Massenburg EQ is just like the Fab Filter. But George Massenberg, the inventor of the Massenberg EQ, I think he's actually the inventor of parametric EQ in general. Uh, genius. And for some reason, I think he also uses a form of uh, linear phase EQ. And it's just sound, the top end is gorgeous on that one as well. And such awesome plugins. The second type of plugin that I want to go into, which is very, very important, before compression is actually saturation. I love, 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 love saturation. You know what saturation is? Saturation is compression and EQ combined because you can't saturate something without changing its tone and without compressing it. It's absolutely wonderful. I don't think enough people use saturation. I think people should use it more. I think you should figure out different types of saturation cuz the decapitator doesn't sound like the lo fi stock on pro tools which doesn't sound like the sp- stock on logic and it doesn't sound like the you know the vertigo vsm3 or i think that's what it's called 2 or 3 with the yellow one and it doesn't sound like this one it doesn't sound like that one it doesn't sound like little Radiator. every single one sounds different and emphasizes different frequencies learn your harmonic saturation plugins It's so good. It's so useful. Um, And it takes, I honestly think it might be harder to learn than compression. Because with compression, you can hear it just like saturation. But it's really, how do you say, like, to be totally honest, I'm not really hearing saturation. And to be totally honest, you probably won't hear it that much either. It's supposed to be really subtle. Compression, I'm like, I can hear compression like crazy. I can hear something pumping. I mean, it took a little bit of training and like, but now it's like very obvious when things are lowering in volume, especially if it's compressed poorly with a bad attack time release ratio, whatever for that instrument or whatever. Saturation is an art. Like um, there, you have to really listen and you have to feel it and it gets thicker and it's juicy and, and the tone doesn't always change a lot but it's beautiful. Let's talk about saturation. Saturation, I've talked about this in previous episodes. What is it? You're saturating the signal. You're adding harmonics to a signal based off of the root note or the root frequency. So you can make the song louder and keep it the same volume. I always do this trick with my interns. I have a snare and it sounds awesome. I put on a saturation on it and... The snare, I'll bypass it and turn it off and on, and I'll tell the intern, hey, is it louder when it's off or when it's on? And they'll say, oh, it's definitely louder when the saturation is on, the EQ is on, because it's uh, what I use. I like for snare, I like to use the Shep 73 with the uh, drive just on the lowest setting, just click and drive. And, uh, and then mess with the input output so it changes the color of the saturation, how much saturation it is. And they'll say, it's louder when it's on. I say, dope, okay? Let's look at the meter, and I'll zoom in on the track, and we'll see the big meter on the screen, and I'll turn it on and off, and they'll always be surprised because it'll sound louder, but the red signal will actually be lower, not the same, lower. It's crazy. Saturation is so beautiful, and you need it to make loud mixes. You absolutely need it, and saturation does compress a little bit, does change the tone a little bit, Wonderful. Every single saturator sounds different. I would have to say my go-to recently has been the HG2 by Blackbox um, on Plugin Alliance. is amazing. And I've also recently been reaching a lot for uh, the yellow VSM3. And actually the Lo-Fi, the stock Lo-Fi on Pro Tools sounds amazing. It kind of adds more low-end for your kick drum, but only a touch, like less than one on the saturation knob there. There's a bunch of different saturations. There's a bunch of different ones, and they all sound different. Try them out, check them out, use them subtly, don't use too much. And for me, I don't believe that there's ever enough saturation plugins because there's so many different sounds you can get out of them, and every single one acts a little bit differently. It's so wonderful, it's awesome. Let's go to number three. My third most used plugin is a compression plugin, and I will have to say that it is the 1176. Now, on previous episodes, you may have heard me talk about the Arvox, which is one of the most underrated vocal compressors because it's got a gate built in. It's really easy. It's one of those two, three knob, super simple plugins, and it brings the vocal really close, really up front. The 1176 is one of my most favorite vocal plugins because it's a fat compressor in the sense that, like, it compresses a lot. It is not a subtle compressor. Like, it compresses. Like, it is a juicy boy. And I think that's why I like it so much, especially in the pop scene, and the hip-hop scene. Like, every in hip-hop, it's all about the lyrics. Like, every single word has to be right up front, whether I do it through parallel or whether I just put it directly on the track. I love the sound of the 1176, and specifically the UAD 1176s. I think they're totally worth it. Even the free ones, the legacy versions, which come with the UAD products are totally worth it, and they sound Amazing. Love the 1176. Big shout out to them. I do use a lot of other compressors, um, even just on vocals. I use very different compressors for different sounds, for different reasons. Um, But I do love the 1176 for all around on guitar. I use Rev A on UAD for some weird reason. I don't know why, and I probably should. I don't own any of the CLA-76 or CLA-2A or any crystalloid algae stuff from Waves. I don't know why. uh, previous guest Jesse Ray Ernster who mixed Burna Boy and worked on Kanye's Jesus is King album he swears by the CLA76 and says how awesome it is can't top can't quit talking about how awesome it is and for some reason I've just never got around to it so if that's an affordable option right there and it sounds great from what I've heard. Again, never used it myself, but the 1176 is an awesome plugin, especially if you learn how to use it right. I know Logic and Pro Tools does have a stock 1176 emulation. The Pro Tools One is a very slow release for some reason, way slower than it actually is in real life, so I always crank it up to the fastest release possible, and it's still not fast enough, but it's actually really awesome for a stock plugin. You should try it out. Let me know what you think. If you'd like some more tips and tricks and you'd like for me to talk about a specific topic, please send me an email or a DM on Instagram at D-E-E-K-E-I mixes or D-E-E-K-E-I mixes at gmail.com. Send me an email and send me like, hey, you, we want you to talk about this. Hey, we want want to hear more about this. Or if you'd like to get some free mix feedback where I give you some feedback on your mix, send an MP3 over to DKmixes at gmail.com. And I will get back to you as soon as I possibly can. I actually have two or three emails waiting for me right now, so I might do that right now. But for reals, love it. I love helping people. I love helping the community. And continue to mix. You know, it doesn't have to be that hard. You can enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. I make a living out of it. I enjoy it. It's like therapeutic for me. Uh, it doesn't have to be horrible and hard for you. It just takes time. just takes practice. And uh, a lot of patience, but you can do it. I really believe you can. We live in this awesome generation of accessibility. Information, news, and techniques is so accessible. You can watch YouTube and learn how to mix a song and win a Grammy from it, from those techniques that you learn on YouTube. It's crazy. It's wild. Go out and learn. You have no excuses. Go out and try. Just enjoy the process. The more you enjoy it, the faster you learn. I really believe that. So on that note, happy mixing, my friends, and stay saucy. One, two, three. Yeah! If you'd like to take advantage of my free guides and online videos, please check out links.dkmixes.com. That's links.dekemixes.com. The Mixing Music Podcast is proud to say that we have a lot of free resources outside of the actual podcast. Visit mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash links to find access to our free PDFs and free resources.